Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Two thousand thirteen. I actually was. I went to Cleveland on a visit um, when I was a restricted free agent, and Kyrie came in and you know was was saying how much fun it would be if if I would be on the team, and um, you know kind of recruited me to go there. And then LeBron came, and that kind of squashed that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Eventually, it all comes full circle. What's good? Welcome to the best sixty minutes of your day. Except we're only 30 minutes today. So let's get to it. Coming up, good news for two Steelers stars and the Seahawks deal for a one-time Jet star in the making. But we start with the Celtics finally getting around to introducing their new star, Tanner. Yeah, Kyrie Irving got his wish. He's no longer a Cavalier and he no longer has to suffer through playing with LeBron James. I kid, I kid. But on the real, Kyrie, he had nothing but love when he was asked about LeBron earlier today. I'd be sitting up here and telling you guys a lie if I didn't tell you I learned so much from that guy. The the perfection of the craft comes in a variety of forms, and you watch and you watch and you ask a lot of the great players, um, you know, how how what, what does it take to be great? And I've had the unique opportunity to play with one of the greats, and it was awesome. At times, it was all over, just like it is in any other team, and. When you look back and you're eternally grateful for the moments that you've had and you've shared, you're able to um, put peace with that journey and start anew. Huh. So I guess that trade request was a good idea after all. It's okay. You could tell me I was right. It's okay. I know it hurts, but you could tell me I was right. No, Kyrie's fortunate. Kyrie's fortunate that he landed in a great situation where the Boston Celtics favors the bold Mike. This could have backfired though too, but it didn't. Okay, but that's not a reason to say that it was wrong to ask for. I never rejected the idea that Kyrie Irving wanted a change and was entitled to take control of his own career. I rejected the notion that he was somehow being held back by LeBron James and this thing that you like to parrot, which is you're betting on yourself. Here's he did. Newsflash, Jamel, you can only bet on yourself if you're holding the cards. He did not have a no-trade clause, so this could have easily ended up with him in some place like Phoenix with well, all the respect. focused on the negative. I'm not focused it, on the negative. It, it worked I'm out. saying good for him for landing, landing in a it great it never situation. happens unless he says something. He was bold enough to ask That's for fine. a trade request. You're saying you were and right. What if out. he doesn't? What if Boston doesn't step up with that Brooklyn pick in that package, and he either has to come back if to Cleveland? If it was a fifth, we'd all be drugged, Mike. All right, well, if you want to do that, no, I'm just saying that. Like, that's that why game. I always loved him doing this. Look, LeBron has been the ultimate blueprint in taking control of your destiny. And I hear you about him not being a free agent, so it is a little bit different situation. But by creating the drama, it was actually brilliant because he put the Cavs in a position where they felt like they couldn't bring him back. Sure. And therefore, it was a great opportunity for Boston, and they were able to But he to gave a list of, a of requested deal. teams that they didn't have to honor. It worked out where the Celtics were willing to trade with their rival in the Eastern Conference and give a package commiserate with Kyrie Irving's value. But okay, you know what I love? I love women. You in particular in this case, because you love to say I told you so, props to Danny Ainge, who you and plenty of other people like, Danny, why won't you pull the trigger on a trade? 
Did you this picture yesterday was of Gordon Hayward next to Kyrie Irving? So say you were wrong about Danny Ainge not pulling a trade for a star. I think is, he made this his team why, better. This is why I was I'm more mature than you. Yes, Mike, I was wrong. Older than me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was. No, I'm, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, see, I'm not, be a you're not getting older. You're getting better. <laughs> No, I mean, look, like a lot of people, I've been waiting on this moment for the Celtics. Like, do something. Yes. Make a move. They got now and next. Yes. They made a move, and not only that, they may have weakened their rival. Well, I don't know about now. LeBron, it's still LeBron's conference. Is it? Yeah. But, but again, Kyrie asked for this trade after they won the finals. The why bothered me. You win the finals every year, but you know what? He'll probably be back with this squad. All right, speaking of bold moves, uh, Sheldon Richardson is headed to Seattle. The Jets ship the former pro bowler to Seattle for wide receiver Jermaine Curse. New York will also get a second rounder and will swap seventh round picks in next year's draft. Now, the Seahawks, they were already loaded on defense. But this makes eight former pro bowlers projected to start on defense. They probably have Bobby Boucher as a third string linebacker knowing them. Uh, so looking at who the Seahawks have uh, on that side of the ball, really their whole team, are they now the team to beat in the NFC? They might have already been the team to beat in the mm-hmm. NFC with apologies to the defending NFC champ Atlanta Falcons and the always present Green Bay Packers. But, I mean, like, look, they get this kid in a contract year. Brilliant. Okay. Former Pro Bowler, former defensive rookie of the year, adding him to a defensive line with Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill with, they're saying, a new and improved Earl Thomas on the back end. I know. So, yeah, this is the favorite in the NFC. Offensive line issues and running game issues aside. Still got Russell Wilson. And I'm saying, and I'm not just have Russell Wilson, but by all accounts, a improved Russell Wilson, given that he's lost a little bit of weight. Another he's, year with Jimmy Graham off the Another year with Jimmy Graham. He's in great shape. I will actually, I know everybody loves to clown the Jets. And they're easy fodder. But I think this was good for them as well. I mean, maybe it's Doesn't not about really curse. Matter. It's about them hitting the, the reset yeah. button. For and, and he'll fit in the Seahawks locker room better than he fit in the dysfunctional locker room in New York. Uh, no surprise, but Ezekiel Elliott is taking his fight with the NFL to court. That would be federal court in Plano, Texas, just outside the Cowboys Frisco headquarters. On the grounds that the league's investigation was, wait for it. Unfair. Shocking. Imagine that. So what's more likely, Jamel? A conspiracy, as the NFLPA alleges, to hide critical information which would exonerate Elliott or that Roger Goodell knew that investigator Kia Roberts didn't believe Elliott's accuser and yet he suspended him anyway. Wow. Another NFL investigation right full of holes that we're all questioning, as we both said from the beginning. I'll stop you when I've heard this before. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, the NFL doesn't have a lot of credibility in these matters. Here is... Here is what, is get, what does get tricky in this situation. We've seen, we saw with Tom Brady uh, that there was a point where it looked like Tom Brady had beaten the NFL. And then all of a sudden, it reversed. Yeah. And so while this may look like a victory, and I, I hope people don't understand, I'm not belittling the issue because if you read the documents, this is about procedure, this is about due process and fairness, okay? Not about whether or not he was guilty or innocent. So I say all that to say is that, yeah, it looks like maybe uh, Zeke may have uh, put one over on the NFL, so to speak. But we know that they have totally rigged things in their favor to win cases like this. I'll put it to you like this way. The rabbit rarely, if ever, gets the gun when it comes to the NFL, let alone a smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this idea that somehow the PA has uncovered, uh, you know, some kind of poor procedure as it relates to keeping information from the commissioner. They're all on the same team. Nobody's impartial. Right. Impartial. They're making this out like what Keir Roberts said would have dissuaded the commissioner from rendering this verdict. 
they're all they all want the same thing, which is to look good when it comes to the fight against domestic exactly. violence. So it, I'm sure Roger Goodell knew this. Right. I'm sure he knew that the credibility was shaky. It was in the report. It didn't matter. They wanted to nail Ezekiel Elliott, and they nailed they Ezekiel Elliott. They needed an Elliott. example because they felt like on this issue in they particular, the ball too many that they times. have dropped the ball. They have taken too many losses. So they said, you know what? Even if we wind up eventually losing this in court, even if this is reduced, we are going to go all the way with this, regardless of what the evidence looks like. But even in court, it's like it's not designed to be fair. I keep right. seeing this word fairness. No, it's not fair that they didn't provide the notes. No, it's not fair that he couldn't uh, face his accuser. No, it's not fair that Lisa Friel, her subordinate, said I wouldn't necessarily discipline him based on and a lack of credibility. And they disregarded it. that and did it anyway. No, it's not fair. It's not supposed to be fair. It is about what looks good for the NFL. So what bothers me about this whole situation is the court of public opinion. What I want to know is two things. Is this, despite what we're seeing, how, how shaky this case is against Ezekiel Elliott, did his accuser, again, if he didn't do it, if he didn't do this, did she succeed in her reported stated goal of ruining it, maybe not his career, but his reputation? Right. And B, how much does this hurt future actual victims? Again, if he didn't do it, actual victims of domestic violence, because rare though false accusations are, and you know this, how many people are going to point to this young lady and say, well, sometimes they just out to get these players when somebody is actually abused? And the other part of it, as unseemly as it may sound, and again, rare, but players brought this up when this uh, when this policy first was issued. You're also giving people who may be trying to take advantage of players. You're giving them an avenue to do it. So the if you're uh, right. So if you're telling me that a player, despite no criminal charges, no charges no at arrests, all, no arrest, no can still be suspended six games. It's something about that. Just, that just feels like the an NFL abuse of power. is in over its head when it comes to this totally. issue. And instead of just saying we, we don't have enough evidence, they're just going to continue to just. Swim okay. as best they could. All, All right, right uh, on the field. So Le'Veon Bell is back. Uh, also, the NFL announced wide receiver Martavis Bryant has been cleared to play for the regular season after being suspended all of last season for repeated violations of the league's substance abuse policy. Steelers offense is now at full strength. They have anything for the Patriots now. I'm doing this along with the rest of Steelers Nation. I just want to see this group healthy, not suspended, not hurt yeah. on the field against New England because – we know the guys that have always been Steelers. You know the trade we have not talked about this week is Vance McDonald mm. from your 49ers. Yeah. That's another playmaker at tight end that they have given Ben Roethlisberger. James Conner now backing up with Zahed D'Angelo Williams, now backing up Le'Veon Bell, who's going to come back ready to get 160 yards from scrimmage. I'm not worried about him being in shape. But to answer your question, yeah. Yeah. They, they do. I, I, they do. I'd still pick New England. Right. But golly, this team is loaded. The Edelman injury, did that – Especially given what the Steelers now have, did that kind of make the no. Patriots vulnerable? Know, like, if, if they had Edelman, do you think you still feel this? No, way? it wasn't about Edelman. It's really about this group, and we have not seen them at, it, at their full potential. Yeah. All right, no team has won a national title after losing its season opener since Miami recovered from a loss to Florida in week one of 1983. That's what the loser of top ranked Alabama and third ranked Florida State is facing. So, is the risk worth the reward? of having this kind of statement win right out of the gate. I would like to think it is um, just because, look, the committee has made it known uh, with the setup that they are going to reward teams who decide to pick these kind of early heavyweight matchups. schedule. Yeah, they uh, love despite what history, exactly, despite yeah. what history will say. And as we've seen in these last few seasons since having the committee, that things tend to unfold much differently than we expect. One of the many reasons I hate the preseason p poll. It's right. like good for fodder, and I get that, and it's good for conversation, good for college football. But at the end of the day, we haven't seen these teams. There are, right. there are unranked teams that will wind up ranked and ranked teams that will wind up being out of it. 
But uh, in, in terms of the matchup it, itself, I know that Alabama, they often reload, they don't rebuild, right? But this is one of the few times where they look a little vulnerable. You know, when you lose 10 players to the NFL draft, and again, I know that's what they do, but you're also going against a team that's returning 15 primary starters, mm-hmm. right? So I like Florida State in this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Alabama, mm-hmm. and I think what we'll be discussing comes Sunday and into next week is Jalen Hurts in the Heisman conversation. Ooh. So you just had uh, Lane Kiffin say, if I'd have been the OC, we'd have beat Clemson. <laughs> I like the guy they got now calling plays in Brian Dayball. Mm-hmm. Known him for a long time, respect his work, respect his, uh, his offensive uh, ingenuity. I think you're going to see Jalen Hurts have the kind of performance on Saturday and the kind of season that really keeps him in that Heisman conversation. But whether or not it's worth it, I mean, look, if you're going to take an L, now is the time to do it for either one of these teams. And provided that both these teams are as good as we think they're going to be, to your point about preseason polls, you lose it, you got so much time to recover from that. It's less margin for error, but the committee is going to respect that. And this season is so long. I mean, we're in the moment, but week to week, you know, you could, you could be on top of the world one week and then get blown out the next. So this loss can look better or worse depending on how the season plays out. But if you think your team is that good, you go ahead and test yourself against the best, knowing that it's going to look better down the road when it comes to your overall resume, even with the loss. Look, and as crazy as this may sound, as I know this is the marquee game, the game, the Michigan-Florida game has just as much, if not more, intrigue than this game. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Not even close. Okay, we'll argue later. Uh, so congratulations to me, because I have a new godchild. <laughs> Venus Williams confirmed her sister Serena had a baby. Reports say Serena and her fiancé Alexis Ohanian had a baby girl that weighed 6 pounds, 13 ounces. Meanwhile, while her sister was having a kid, let's hope this ball boy can have kids. <laughs> You know, it was a little high. It was, it was, so he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. No, he's day. okay. He's okay. That was more gut than growing. Okay. Uh, by the way, Venus advanced in round of 16 after beating Maria Sakari this afternoon. Hopefully, Serena gets our gift. Right? <laughs> we sent Serena a onesie, <laughs> right, for the new baby. So. Auntie Venus, congratulations. Congratulations to both of them. It'd be too fitting if Venus was able to win the U.S. Open. I remember when I had my first kid. <laughs> this kid right here, Patrick Mahomes. I think they got a good one in Kansas City. That's a throw right there. They got a good one. Number two quarterback, maybe not for long. Saints wide receiver Willie Sneed. Been suspended three games. The suspension was reduced from four games to three and stems from an off-season DUI. That's okay. That's okay. That'll be all right. No, that'll be all right. Really? That'll be all right. This is worse for him than it is for them. Look, they loaded that running back. Yes, we know that with AP. Michael Thomas is going to ball. I, I don't necessarily trust Ted again. Yeah. I think Kobe Freeman has a better year, too, with the Saints. On offense, I'm not worried about them scoring points. Okay. More about him. Yeah. No, but he was he is a significant weapon for them to lose. Uh, Texans signed DeAndre Hopkins to a five-year, $81 million contract extension. Nuck. $49 million guaranteed. The most guaranteed money for any wide receiver in the NFL. Odell gets more? I think Odell wants more mm-hmm. and probably will demand more. Um, so that could be a protracted. Is this contract good news for him or? It's a bar for him. I mean, right. look, it's not like Nuck is overpaid. Right. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins d- deservedly Definitely. getting this money. Uh, I remember he was going to hold out last year and it ended up being contentious. It's good to see him rewarded. Matter of fact, the Texans have been rewarding everybody. Yeah. Except for Dwayne Brown. Mm-hmm. Coach General Manager Chris Ballard said during the team's pregame radio broadcast prior to Thursday's preseason game against the Bengals that Andrew Luck will be taken off PUP by Saturday. Luck hasn't returned to practice since shoulder surgery last January. Here's Jim Ursay. The odds are most likely he probably won't open up against the Rams. But, you know, let me be clear about it. There's not, uh, you know, in our own minds, 
it, you know, it's something that we haven't ruled out. So he's talked about how it's really an Andrew Lux head. One, he's been throwing. It's about the mental hurdle. But that's why the story is not the Rams. The story is the next seven years, not the last seven months. I mean, look, take bring him along slowly. Yeah, I, have to. I, I don't see anything wrong with a, a cautious approach, but... To me, this situation in terms of concern has escalated a little bit. I know there are already rumors and reports about Andrew Luck might miss the first month of the season. Has there been a setback? Let me no. know. No, no it Let me know when there's been a setback. But that's, I mean, that's, that's difficult. Recovery time is six to nine months. It's been eight. All right, let's try the standing up. You guys will see in a moment. Cole Kublik of the SEC Network not exactly making friends during the Florida A&M Arkansas game. One thing we need to know about him, switch some defensive line. Didn't play a down of offense in high school. Now, as a D-lineman, you're down a three-point stance a lot of times. Your feet are staggered. You're coming off the ball like a sprinter. It's more about the hips than it is the feet. I'm not worried about the hips. Let me get there. I'm bulky enough to handle him. It's the official fault. <laughs> so I understand there's a game going on, but you, you're giving a demo, okay? Get out of my shot. That's the official. Look, that's the official's workspace, okay? That's, <laughs> that's the workspace. You gotta, I'm taking up for the sideline reporters. By the way, shout out to Chase Hayden from Arkansas. I went to school with his dad, Mumford High School representative. Oh, you keep dating yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> Browns finished the preseason 4-0, and fans can commemorate the memorable run with these T-shirts for $32. Only the Browns fans. Exactly. Fresh brew teas, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Jackson said, we understand it's just the preseason, but you got to start someplace. Mind you that the OA Lions were undefeated before going defeated, but I get where he's coming from. Meanwhile, Browns, they are releasing Brock Osweiler and owe him $16 million. You know how bad you got to be when the Browns said they don't need you to play quarterback? (laughs) I mean, think about that for a second. Like, you know, we're going to pay you to go away and take that second round pick and roll what we got. Remember when he was talking that noise about how the film showed? He had his moments. Mike. Remember when he was an heir apparent to Peyton Manning? Life come at you fast. (laughs) That was a bad choice. All right, after the Yankees 6-2 win over the Red Sox, CC Sabathia called out the Red Sox for trying to bunt on him, saying it is kind of weak to me. It just shows what they got over there. Jim Rice, he has some words for CC as well. He complained about this last time the Red Sox faced him. A couple of guys bunted on him. What is he talking about? Bunting is part of the game. You try to get on the base any way you can. If you tell him to leave some of that chicken, that donuts, and that burger away, maybe his leg will be okay that he can feel that baseball. So that that, that just... You're fired up. Yeah, that's that, that just stupid. So there's nothing wrong with Nunez bunting in that situation? No, not at all. So Sabathia doesn't have a right to be upset? No, no, not at all. No. What he has a right to do is fulfill his contract, lose some weight, and go out there and pitch with chicken and donuts Jim Rice wanted to curse. You could tell. Now, CC Sabathia, he responded to the criticism. He called him bitter, but he did admit he was fat. So, I guess everybody's right. I'm not. <laughs> no big bone. I like some chicken and donuts myself. Nobody button on me. Uh, birds were the reason the baseball game had to be canceled in the eighth inning uh, over in Japan. <laughs> um, That's pretty. Those birds, they're coordinated. Right? I gotta say, I'm impressed. Is that like the geese gang here at ESPN? Oh man, y'all don't love? know about these geese that run the parking lot. Right, they they not messing around. And they protect their turf. I, and they just they take their sweet time crossing the street. <laughs> they got some children in the corn type of stuff there. All right, Lonzo Ball, man, quit with these hot takes on hip hop. All right, in the first episode of Ball in the Family, he said y'all outdated. Don't nobody listen to Nas anymore. Real hip hop is Migos and Future. I'm gonna need you to stay in your lane, son. <laughs> I'm going to need you to stay in your lane. I'm, and with all due respect to LeVar, to do better. that's bad parenting. Sure is. Seriously, like how is this perspective so warped that he had the nerve to slander Nas? 
What arguably a top I, five I MC? I don't want to sound like I'm slandering future amigos. Very good rappers. No, no. Right? You could just say those are my favorites and leave it at that. Well, of course they dug up the tweets of who who Lonzo's top five was. He had DMX in there and 50. What? Look, DMX wouldn't even put himself in his own top five. All right? He wouldn't even put himself there. Oh, my God. Hip hop is for Before we call it a day, tell people had a good day, Jamal. All right. It was a bad day for Tigers fans, but a good day for the Houston Astros. Jason, uh, Justin Verlander, uh, he'll make his Astros debut on Tuesday. Traded. Last of a great era in Detroit. He did so much for the city. 13 seasons there. I think one of two Tigers pitchers to have over 2,000 strikeouts. Well, we'll miss him, but glad he'll get to pitch in some meaningful baseball. Yeah, and Clayton Kershaw back tonight, so Dodgers, Astros, World yeah. Series is on track. Good day for the University of Houston football team, displaced by Hurricane Harvey, returned home last night, and today unpacking donations from a drive they did in Austin, which received the support of every FBS team wow. in the state. Keep that money rolling in for Harvey recovery. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good weekend.